Thank you for calling Stanley Port Eastland. How may I direct your call? Hi, I am calling for Gary, the service rider, please. Yes, sir. Please hold. You hearing that? Yeah, that's bubbly. Yeah. <clears throat> I like that. Guys, that's an example of how it, you know, I like that. I just felt like I wanted to go there. It's a nice place. It sounds like it. I like their music. Hey, Gary, it's Keith. I am calling to check on, uh, to see how the repair on my RV is going. Hey everybody, welcome into the podcast. I think this is uh, episode uh, 47 maybe? 48? Something like that. Welcome in everybody. Okay. I am uh, I am uh, uh, in good company with my with my 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 podcasting partner Keith over there. Say hi Keith. Hi Keith. <laughs> and you guys know me, I'm Jay. And uh, we boy do we have a lot to talk about today. Um I'm certain that we're not the only one talking about this right now, but we wanted to uh, chime in and have a discussion about how um, the novel, uh, the novel virus, the COVID-19, um, is affecting uh, the automotive industry. Um, you know, and not to mention every single industry uh, in the world right now, globally. So, yeah. Got to keep the motor running. Yeah, it's true. What happens if it doesn't start? Well, that was actually me uh, over the weekend. Mm. Like just yeah. a lot of that and nothing else. You want to and, talk about that? Sure. Well, Let's it's funny you should it. ask, Jay. Yeah, well, you know, I got the phone call from you. And, you know, it seems to me that... Um, I don't know, man. I told you. What do you call that rig? You call it? It's 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 a Thor. Thor Outlaw. It's a forty foot Class A right. uh, motorhome RV. I told you. I told you you should rebadge that thing as Soar. Yeah. S- well. S S O R E because um, they're all. It's like yeah. it, It's like a wound that never heals. It's man. an RV owner's life, man. That's they're it's all. A, it's a, yeah. It's a money pit. Now, um, this one's on a Ford V10 gasoline chassis. Uh, it's a great platform. It's. Very similar to my to my to my truck, which is a Ford V10, also. Right. Um, and uh, a little. I'm actually before we go down this road. Little disclaimer. Everything's blooming outside, and I'm a, I'm a I'm a hot mess right now in allergy yeah. symptoms. Well, I so certainly symp- sympathize with you because you I'm get a little bit of this uh, <laughs> going on. It's it's. You should see me off allergies, uh, off right, the medication. Right, right, and we are we are not social distancing ourselves, Keith and I, right now. We're physically distance, distancing <laughs> it ourselves. Counts. It counts. So it counts. Um, and I, I wish they'd re rebadge that the social distancing, man. I mean, well, I think yeah. there's there's many ways to socialize during these times, and obviously through FaceTime and and Google Duo and Skype and many others and i encourage people to do that but unfortunately and we'll get into this what happens uh to 
the uh, the internet is it um, it becomes really really uh, it, it's labored in getting its job done. So, but I think there's uh, major uh, streaming companies out there that are that are taking uh, steps to uh, keep everybody happy as as best as they can during these trying times. So so anyway, back to your back to your uh, your rig issue. Let's talk about that. Okay, so back to this whole RV thing. So um, spring break, big debate before spring break. Should we go? Should we not? You know, should I stay or should I go? Right? Certainly. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, right, 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 right. Okay, so. We, we are here to entertain <laughs> you folks. And we just so. thought, look, you know, we're going to a national park. It's literally hundreds of square miles of space. You're not really mm. up on top of people like you would be even at home in our own neighborhood. So we decided right. to uh, to do it, and we had a good time, and it was worth it. The thing that I didn't take into account, and it's it's difficult at times to sort of factor in all the what ifs, but mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. we had we had engine problems, and so now all of a sudden the scenario of us traveling in our own home, like you know, look, we've got mm-hmm. a bathroom, we've got a refrigerator, we've got running water, showers, all that, so. The only thing I really had to do to go outside for when we're traveling to and from is gas, is to get fuel. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I would go pump gas, come back, wash my hands, and take off again, right? Like, if the family needs right. to use the restroom, right. they go in in the RV, okay? Yeah. Well, we got into exactly. a situation where we overnighted one night in a, in a parking lot, and the right. thing wouldn't start the next morning. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it just so happened that the Ford dealer, this was in the middle of Texas, was uh, like about 500 yards away. I mean, just uh, we literally just walked over. But um, to my surprise, and something that I had not considered, is the supply chain situation of, oh, yeah, there's guys there, there's mechanics and techs there to work on it. Sure. But if they need parts, they may not be able to get them. That's right. So that put us into a situation where, and look, the thing threw all kinds of codes. They started throwing parts at it. They got it to the point where OBD, right? Like Ford has their own diagnostic uh, software and hardware that plugs into that OBD port. If you don't know what that mm-hmm. is, go back and watch our two-parter uh, on, what, what was it, just OBD part one and part two, Jay? Part one and part two, way back, yeah. But your your yeah, car talks one. to it. It has a computer in it. Anything made in mm-hmm. like what since two thousand ninety six and later. Um, if it's a diesel vehicle, it would be two thousand and four and later. And then you got to be careful. You experienced this on one of the, your, the on big your stuff, the heavy duty stuff. It's the, yeah. the heavy duty stuff. You got to be careful. Just know what you're dealing with. And also, I might add to to that while we're on the subject of OBD. I did a product review on a uh, personal device yeah, that you can purchase. It's app. called Fixed. You can find that video app, on... Uh, which is really cool. Yeah. Yeah, you can find that on our on our YouTube uh, channel, which is really... Um, it's a really neat app. And um, they've changed up some things. Uh, you can still get the basic information without having to pay for anything. So as a little bit of a disclaimer, since we shot that video, um, there's a premium version. It's not that much more. Um, you know, if you're a, uh, a, a mechanic, a do it, a do it yourself or, or a mechanic that's doing it on his own without working for a company. Um, the paid service is actually really good because then you join a community of technicians out there that, that add notes to certain yeah. problems and stuff. And it's a real quick self-help thing. But if you're not into that and you're just, de- you know, 
doing it yourself and you're just looking for codes to kind of get you through, then you don't have to pay for anything. Anyway, there you go. Back yeah, so your car, and this applies to almost everyone, uh, you know, has yes. information and it can talk to the mechanic. And so they were reading it. They were dealing with the symptoms as they could, right? Like, like, mm-hmm. well, it's not getting gas. And then they, you know, there's right. a power, con- there's a PCM and an ECM and, you know, okay. So they were, they're basically like, I, I turned my hotspot on in my RV. The, the, the mechanic sure. actually walked 500 yards from the dealership over to me <laughs> in the right. Walmart parking lot. Right. Right, and, nice, uh, handy. Brings his laptop, and he's like, "But I got to get back online to download the wiring diagram." So I hooked him up and mm. all that. But mm. uh, they got to a point where they had replaced several things, and the, all the error codes were cleared, but it still wasn't getting fuel. So now they're into a fuel pump situation. They did not mm. have that part. Um, the guys in Texas told me, "Look, we will not close because on the on the service side." The police Mm. are running forwards. The ambulances are running forwards. Emergency management's running forwards. I know friends in FEMA, they have a lot of forward equipment. They got to be able to maintain that stuff. The sales side, you know, the car sales side might go down. But the thing that they cannot control, Jay, you've got some good experience in this, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, is the actual mm -hmm. supply chain. So... Right. There, there is a misconception here, I think, and I'm willing to bet this, that people think that because that part comes from Ford and you are at the Ford dealer or if it's GM or it's Chrysler or, you mm-hmm. know, whatever brand of vehicle you drive, Volkswagen, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they think that if I go to the dealership and I buy a Ford part, that part always 100% of the time is made by Ford. It is. Um, it is not the case. You know that. I know. Um, I was just trying to set you up there. So you're try, try, trying to bait me yeah. in. Trying to bait me into this this conversation. Okay. All right. I'll take that challenge. Hooked. Yeah. It, it's it's an absolute fact that uh, Ford has uh, as as with any you know manufacturer in the automotive industry, um, big three, <laughs> Dodge. Um, if I don't even know that they're even part of the big three anymore, but Chevrolet and GM certainly, or GM. And Ford, um, I should say, um, they source from multiple, you know, manufacturers globally. It's a it's a global um, uh, network of supply chain, and that particular part that you're having to replace, yeah. it's, it's electronic. The likelihood of that thing coming out of an Asian market is probably high so i had a, uh, a conversation with one of the techs and he was their he was their electrical mm-hmm. guy so they threw their electrical sure. guy at it first right mm-hmm. um this guy was a really interesting dude and you know I'd, i would have loved to have sit like i was just dying to go get a camera and sit down with them because they were not busy right because there's right. Just people not mm-hmm. coming in he used to work for the volkswagen group and he, he was talking to me about the porsche family and this is the first time in uh, Volkswagen's history that an actual like blood bloodline family member of the Porsche family has not been running things. And he talked mm. about how heavily electronic focused their vehicles are versus now he said the Ford trucks, they're going back to a more simplistic thing because you've got all these multiple points of failures from an electronic standpoint. Mm. And you get into stuff where, you know, this is coming, mark my word, folks. Uh, there's going to be malicious, like malware type stuff that's going to infect vehicles because they're so dependent mm. these days on electronics. But uh, he started just talking to me about. He said anything on these Fords that's electronic, whether it's mm-hmm. displays or 
pumps or modules, control modules. He's like, that's all coming out of probably Japan. Most, right, most of it, right. he said, is, is not even made by Ford. It's coming from an Asian market. So he told me, and you and I have not talked about this, exactly what you just said. Ah, uh, yeah, that's the case. I mean, it is true. And I, I know that to be the case. And, and um, I think that our our audience, you know, the guys that are in the folks period that are in this industry, maybe not the average person doesn't realize that. But I think most everyone in this industry realizes that product is coming coming like again from a it's a, it's a global network and me being in the you know qualify qualifying plants and 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 procurement side of of things um i understand very well what goes on through that supply chain well, process so just because it says oem right on the box ah, mm-hmm. doesn't really mean that it's from a different manufacturer. And we we actually did a, a, a video on this. You can find on our YouTube channel where yep. we talked about, should I buy OEM? Should mm-hmm. I buy aftermarket? What are the differences? Yep. Sometimes yep. Uh, it's the same exact part, but it's branded differently. Right. And sometimes it's a completely different part, but you sort of have to know based on the part, right? So yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so, so yeah, so the supply chain is is impacted here and big time i'm in a scenario right now where we just we just basically got in the tow vehicle and put the dog and the you know kid in the back seat and took off and drove 12 hours home Mm -hmm. um they may or may not have a part on the shelves in the distribution center to ship to the dealer to fix this that's right and it's a kind of first come first serve scenario except now it looks like homeland security is getting involved they are getting involved in this. Um, basically, the, you, you have two classes. You have non-essential and essential, okay? And where these guys are getting involved, um, you've got personnel that have to stay on post in order to uh, service these emergency vehicles, et cetera. Those are typically your techs, your mechanics, your, um, right. if you're talking about at a dealership, maybe your, your parts, your service rider, your service your parts rider. manager. Um, right. so all the, on the, on the serve, we call it the service side, right? On the Sur- service, service side. side of the industry. Yeah. Um, yeah. to some extent, some of these places are contracted out to what, what would you call them? Jay, like third party repair shops. Like they are hospitals may have a contract with a local repair shop to service all their like ambulance engines or something like that. Right. That's correct. Typically what they do is they'll go, they'll, they'll have certain service centers, reliable service centers, dealerships that will bid on these jobs. And the, the local municipality has to go through the due diligence yeah, of because it's public understanding. Right. Funds. And so they give everybody opportunities to bid on these contracts. So obviously this, this, the municipalities are going to, and, and the um, the organizations are going to choose what's the best fit for them, and ultimately the best fit for the taxpayer because that's that's what it boils yeah. down to. Um, so that's what you know. The, the point we're getting across here is the the essential versus non-essential. So the automotive industry supply chain is considered essential, but there is a priority that that steps in, which is who gets the part first, and it's no different than what our healthcare industry is going through right now with who gets these masks first it's the people that are on the front line that are taking care of the sick people out there that are getting the n95 masks that are getting the personal um uh equipment that they need to defend 
against them getting sick. And remember that. You've got people putting themselves on the front lines to keep every, everything going here. So a technician on the front line in a shop or a guy or gal standing behind uh, a parts counter at a dealership or a retail parts counter, um, they're, they're risking their health to, to service these vehicles. Now, so. we know that FCA, Fiat, Chrysler, General mm-hmm. Motors, and Ford have all mm-hmm. shut down their, produ- their assembly plants right for a couple weeks um we also know you and i know because we have kind of inside access to this that Mm -hmm. some of these supply chain manufacturers are shut down so that's right there are parts regardless of where you are in the food chain so to speak in the hierarchy Mm -hmm. in the order of importance right like if you're at Mm -hmm. the top if you're emergency services you still may not have parts. There, There is going to probably be some parts shortages coming up. Right. And the big picture here in this podcast is mm-hmm. you need to think about that in addition to the reasons to stay at home that include, you know, your health and not getting exposed to this coronavirus. If your car breaks down, now you got no transportation. Right. And right. so that's right. You, you know, I guess you could lift or Uber or whatever. You're you're not going to keep your six foot social distance at that point. But right. Y- you better be thinking about this and not driving that thing around on joy rides, you know, that aren't absolutely necessary because it it is a factor. That's right. It is a factor, man. No doubt about it. You um I will say something else too to this regard is that people have what they call scheduled maintenance, you know, oil changes, tune-ups, et cetera, tire rotation and balance. Um, if it's not a critical service to have done to your vehicle right now, say for instance, you know, in most of your modern vehicles and speaking of electronics, you'll have these indicators that let you know, Hey, it's time to change your oil. Don't freak out, man, because, um, while it's just a notification, it's the recommended intervals that pops up on your screen or what's on your little tag up in the up in the windshield that your service uh, center put in there for you. I will assure you that by in these non-critical things where it's not going to cause catastrophic failure and not getting your oil changed today versus putting another 500 miles on it for the sake of keeping your social distance, you're going to be all right. Um, you're going to be fine. Now, look, folks. Jay it's, is not telling you, and we can roll this back if we need to. He is mm-hmm. not telling you that you can drive that thing another seven to 10,000 miles without an oil change and without touching it or checking your oil or anything like that. He is saying that right. if you miss your appointment by a week or two or 500 miles or so, it's not the end of the world. It's, your car's probably not going to break down. Right. You're fine. Of course, unless. You haven't been on top well, of it, and it it was a five thousand mile interval, and now you've got eight thousand. Right? Then well, that's now you're that's fifteen. On you. Yeah, right. That's on you, and then maybe you should learn how to change your own oil. <laughs> so, so I'm just going to say that. <laughs> so yeah, not a bad life skill in these times, right? No, not a bad life skill, not at all. So let's take a minute while we're in the mm-hmm. in in a, in a break kind of mood here. I just want to thank everybody. We've picked up a lot of new subscribers recently. Some of that was my wife's Oh, man. So thank you, everybody, for subscribing um, on YouTube. If you don't know what we're talking about, you can go over to our YouTube channel, 
Uh, it's youtube.com forward slash parts counter gurus. I think I've finally gotten that, that right. That's okay. That's right. That is and, exactly um, right. Yeah. And just hit the subscribe button. That helps us a ton in, in, in what's going on right now. Uh, with everybody, with people losing work, with people um, mm-hmm. um, displaced, we're in that situation just like everyone else. And yeah. getting those subscriptions tells YouTube to allow us to continue because they have sort of tiers of things that we can do. Uh, they will put ads on our show, whether we allow them to or not. But if we have a certain number of subscribers, they will pay us for those ads. So yeah, it helps us yeah. out. So thank you. And thank you to everyone that has subscribed right up to and, and including yeah, and this new round of folks. Uh, yeah. Wow. I was so impressed. Thank yeah. you to your wife for that, man. It was, uh, I was blown away with the number of um, subs that we got. So like us and ring the we bell. We will and do our best to earn your, yeah. earn your confidence. Um, yeah. Tell a friend. Please, if you yeah, hate the I was show, about to say that, please. go find somebody you don't like and, uh, yeah. and you know tell them. And I tell used them to the, say go to a coworker's computer, but I guess that's nowadays it's probably a unsafe. Probably not an idea. Yeah. You you definitely want to keep that 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 social keep your mitts off of other yeah. people's stuff. So man. you know. Okay. So, so I digress. So. Um, so I am now in a situation with my RV where we had to leave it and just drove drove 12 hours through the night, got home at like 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in addition to, and I'm going to I'm gonna set you up to talk a little bit about kind of what you've been running was, to at the grocery stores, right? Uh, yeah. Our game plan changed because now I don't have an RV to use a restroom in or to wash my hands in or to prepare food in. We're having this conversation of how much food can we fit in the cooler um, if and when we stop. And this was more about my wife. You know, if you got to use the bathroom, where do you do sure. that? Our rest area is open. Exactly. Do you want to risk that? We know a lot of the re- the restaurants are drive through only. Mm-hmm. That's a risk in itself because people are, I mean, like, okay. So we go through, I'm not even going to name the, the chain because it doesn't matter. But we go through a drive through because we needed food. Mm-hmm. And they're all wearing latex gloves, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, but let's just think through this for a second. If if that right. virus can live on cardboard for between one and three days, yeah. right, and metal somewhere in that same time range, that's yeah. And I've got a credit card, and I'm sick, and I touch that card, and I hand it to that worker. Now mm-hmm. they've got gloves on, so they may not contract it. But the great next point. person yeah. that hands them a credit card, those same hands with those same gloves touch that credit card. Now you've just That's spread right. by contact from one credit card yeah. to another, which I touch this, barehanded and put back in my wallet. I mean, it's a mess, man. It's just a real mess. It is a mess. It is a mess. I mean, the fact that this stuff can stay airborne for um, up to, I think it's like three hours. I mean, it could it, seriously. It's it can be in the air for around three hours and still be, you know, that that's a scary situation. I mean, th- that's why a lot of these these retail these grocery stores, um, and we'll get into a little bit about that here in a minute. Oh wait, my wait, 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 what? what? It's time to sanitize. Uh, yes, yes, it is. Or here, wait, you would that? you prefer this one? Is that is that a more yeah I like over the I overhead like that one better, would you rather man. have okay yeah 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 so yeah it's exactly right all this you go stuff ahead and can wipe can, down can, your can, your, your areas <laughs> wipe okay. it yeah I'm 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 wiped down yeah 
that's exactly what happened to me this morning. So, and I'll go ahead and get into that. So, the experience that I had. Now, where I live, I live in a really ground zero. Um, I think most of you guys are aware. You know this this area, the West Coast. Uh, uh, You're in northwestern Washington. Washington State. Northwestern, pra- practically Washington Canada, State, just where, north of Seattle, yeah. right? Yep, yep. The first case was uh, just to the south of us. First case re- reported in the U.S. was just south of us. Now, the city that I live in, it's it's um, they've had uh, two cases in the city, and this was just as of yesterday. The county that I live in, and granted, the counties, the size of the counties in the state of Washington are humongous. They're, I mean, our county goes from one side of the state to the other, um, but it's, you know, it's a narrow county. But um, I think 38 in perspective to King County, which is just south of the Seattle area, they 700 plus. I mean, it's just amazing the amount of cases yeah. they've had there. So it's a real hot. Now day. you're in a smaller community. You, uh, it's a little bit I'm of a, a vacation community. community. Out on an yeah, island. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is and densely populated yeah. areas are the ones that are really, really getting And hit when hard. we traveled through, we literally would go, okay, we don't want to stop in a city. Like, if we got to stop yeah. for gas or bathroom mm-hmm. or whatever, like, let's yeah. stop as far away from the urban centers as we can. Mm-hmm. So, now, right. I unfortunately had to go into a couple Walmarts um, for ice and, you know, whatever, gas, whatever. Uh, use the restroom in one on the way back. I tried to not just touch stuff, but you yeah. went into the grocery store because you got to eat. Okay, I go in and I'm prepared, and I, you know, you got to have a cart. I mean, there's no way around it. Um, I keep uh, surgical gloves on. Uh, my it's in my supply here yeah, anyway. I right. keep. It. I just, use them just to change an I mean, oil. I just yeah. ex- exactly just for a number of reasons. I have them, so I've got a couple of boxes. So I'm fortunate that I don't have to scramble around to try to find that. But if you have those things, just understand that when you put them on, okay, no matter how clean your hand is, it's what you're touching. Just be mindful of that, okay? So you can pull these things off and turn them inside out and go in the trash that way you're never really touching what you've already touched that's just a hint but when i walk in i grab my cart and they have those nice little like uh sanity yeah, uh, the, uh, the alcohol wipes uh, the, the alcohol yeah. wipes wipe down the entire part of the cart that i'm going to be touching and then i put on my gloves okay and go about my business and those gloves stay on my hands until i leave uh, and then once i've unloaded my groceries into my car then i take those gloves off when I get home, I put all the groceries up, and then once I do that, I, I have washed my hands two or three times, by the way, just handling stuff going into my fridge and my cupboards and stuff and just being very mindful of all that stuff. But, but the one thing that I will say that these grocery stores are doing, and I hope that this is happening across the U.S. in every chain, is like every 15 minutes that I was in there, you heard... Everybody at your post right now, it is time to clean and sanitize. So this particular grocery store chain, the grocery store that I'm in, that I shop in, they were sanitizing every 15 minutes their workstations. Okay, That's important to them specifically, but it's also important to us. 
those folks are there all day long dealing with thousands of people and um, I have to give them credit for for being there. They are essential. These people are essential. Those cashiers, they're essential. Those meat cutters, those stockers, those shelf stockers, they are all essential to what for for our survival. Yeah. So it's it is our as as you know citizens. It is our responsibility to them to help keep them healthy by wearing those gloves and yeah. using the things that they provide to us in there and washing your hands and just being very mindful of what you're touching. I'm telling you guys, this is very serious. So, well, and I like, yeah, there's no, okay. So we, we've kind of laid out a scenario where you're going to have to go mm. out from time to time. My wife looked at yeah. grocery delivery or even pickup and it's a week, like it's a week. Yeah. To, to wait on that. Well, some people don't stock enough food that you can go a week. We mm-hmm. were out of town, so we didn't, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. want, want to leave a bunch of food in the fridge. You got to go out. You're going to have to. Yep. You want to minimize the amount of times that you have to go out, right? Right. Um, I, you know, I just, I just think that that's really the key, that minimize the amount of trips you got to take out. I mean, I look, I know people that they're out. Some of them live in my neighborhood. They go out to dinner every night. They just don't cook. You're going to have to change that. Well, that's a or you're going to spread part. That's a big part of my wife and I. That's our that's our lifestyle. That's what we do. We we love where we live, and we have become really good friends with a lot of the business owners of these restaurants and tap rooms and and breweries. But that's but that's the area that you live, and I think really that's the yeah. what, What you're saying, and I think this is when you moved out there. You told me you know sometimes you want to go. Where everybody knows your name. Yeah. Right? That's, that's it. That's it. And honestly, you know, that it's been a big, you know, we are we are so sad for our friends. Um, uh, I told you this, but a very dear friend of, of ours who is a bartender, Keith, you've met him. Yep. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh Kelly. He's a um, he's also an author. Uh, he is in the process of um, Getting a, he's got a book coming out, and we'll certainly pitch that whenever he gets gets a publisher. Um, but he's been in the service industry, uh, the food service industry, the bartending industry for a long time, and it was very sad to see a post from him stating that it's the first time that he'd ever been laid off. Yeah, and now he's struggling to try to find you know work, and this is just one person in this industry. It has devastated that industry, and I'm afraid that. We're getting to a point to where I think it's going to be mandatory that all, even the curbside stuff, the takeout yeah, stuff, is going to be. It's, well, just like um, we just laid gonna, out in the, in the fast food line. I mean, there's really no way to not spread it, right? I mean, like, like there isn't. And, and and look, folks, man. I mean, yes, is it inconvenient? Um, sure, but do what I just did this morning. I I sat down and and I wrote a list out of what my wife and I eat during the week when we go out to eat. We, there's a there's a couple of uh, a local uh, Mexican restaurants that we love to go to, um, but we can't. And by the way, if you have streaming music or whatever uh, or satellite radio, you can find music like that to kind of brighten the mood. Give yourself a little mari- mariachi while you're having a taco. Right. So anyway, I. Sorry, man. Trying to lighten the mood. <laughs> that's a not new. You said lighten the mood. It, it is. The mood. Okay. It is light. I'm laughing, man. I think it's hilarious. 
But um, it you All know. Right, <laughs> so we uh, so we're we're creating our grocery list around recreating our dinner nights, and it's fun, and you get creative with what you cook at home. Now, granted, yeah, we want to see our our restaurants um, not suffer, our bars not suffer, but. In all honesty, guys, you need to prepare yourself to be able to do these things for yourself because some of these services may not be around for you uh, in a week. Well, and um, so that's a good point. Know. So I have a little bit of a prediction here because um, we we love this "I told you so" game that we you know we we occasionally. Can I hear it? Can do you have that? Can you pull that up? Uh, hey. Do you want the long one or the short one? I want the long one, man. Uh, Let's hear it, guys. Okay, here it is. I told you. What did I tell you? Didn't I tell you? Because I told you. Mm-hmm. And when did I tell you? A long time ago. And what did I say will happen when I told you? Exactly what just happened. All right. So. <laughs> See, we've been telling you guys to wash your hands. Right. Right. So I, I think you. this is the next I told you so. I really do. So um, I've got friends and family in some of these industries that are getting overwhelmed right now. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, supply chain, uh, Walmart, you know, got family working mm-hmm. at Walmart. Um, yep. got some, got some colleagues, friends, uh, school, school, grade school friends. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a conversation yesterday on social media with somebody that works in a Walgreens mm-hmm. and she was saying, uh, this is somebody I grew up with and she said, look, you guys just stop calling the store, stop calling the store. And they're overwhelmed, man. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Sure. And yeah. I said, uh, I said, look, you know, I understand your point, and I understand you're frustrated, and I understand that people that are just trying to hoard toilet paper really don't need to be calling anybody. I'm still just, but baffled by that. If you need a thermometer, right, right. Well, that's just part of people not, you know, that's insanity taking over. But if you need something legitimate, if you're looking for a thermometer, if uh, you that's need, why we check boxes, Keith. Right. If you need fever reducer if you you know mm-hmm. and i understand what they're doing they're trying to not drive to 10 stores risk their car breaking down continue spreading making additional contact that they don't need to be making all of those things are factors in sometimes in those people's minds and so they're picking up the phone to see if you have whatever it is that they need now again if you're just buying dumb stuff like spinach salad or whatever, then you're part of the problem, okay? But my question to her was, how do you solve this? Like, I understand that you're frustrated. I understand you're overworked. I understand it's crazy. But you can't just say, don't call the store. Because that is going to propagate people going out to more and more stores, and it's going to make the problem mm-hmm. worse. So... Right. Um, my prediction, Jay, is that they're overwhelmed right now. Um, in another couple weeks, a very large percentage of the workforce in the United States is going to be without work, and that means they're going to be without income. And the ridiculousness of that seventeenth roll of you know pack of toilet paper or paper towels or you know the fifteenth bag of Doritos or whatever nonsense you're trying to stock stock up on, they're not going to have the money to do that. So that's going to take care of itself. Right. And then your Walmarts and your pharmacy stores and that kind of stuff, they're going to they're going to come back to it's actually probably going to bounce back below baseline cuz people aren't going to yeah. have the money to come in. So so that's my prediction of like 
let's revisit this in a couple weeks, and I'll bet you that this whole yeah. grocery store run thing is gonna is gonna taper. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I will say that the, the that industry, the grocery store industry, has done a, an extremely good job considering the circumstances on keeping keeping food on the shelves. I I have honestly not been in the local store here once and and not seen them with you know other than the toilet paper and the hand sanitizer stuff like that i get that because that's what everybody's going to run on but i I don't i'm still just scratching my head on the tv but whatever um yeah even the uh, rv toilet paper which is specialty paper it's designed to break down when it hits moisture right and right and we're like oh surely they haven't because that's in a separate section it's back in the automotive yeah. sector. Yep. Nope. They've all run back there and wiped just, that out. It's just insane. Too, pun intended. Insane, man. Insane. But paper towels, I get it. But anyway, uh, I've I haven't really experienced, um, uh, you know, and it may be because this is a this is kind of a where I live is more of a destination type place. So yeah. it's not like people are going out of their way to come here to get to our stores. Yeah. We have two large yeah. large supermarkets here, but they're um, I say large. They service the entire island. And that's about they're all very busy. It, but, um, they're very busy, extremely busy. They always set, not just set hours. during this time. They're always like, busy, right? And and I I told you this morning. I I think the things that they're doing, you know, for example, to keep everybody safe and 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 free of of contagions or at least minimize that risk, with the um, recommendation of if you're 55 and older, they recommend you shop between set hours. And um, I'm following those guidelines. Um, I do not shop on the weekends because that's when most people that are still working yeah. have the opportunity to get in and purchase. So I leave them to there. It's it's kind of like be it, it's you know that old rule be a good neighbor. This applies across the board in every facet of life right now. People, there's going to be be a good there's, neighbor. There's really two classes of of what's going on right now. Yeah. You've got the insanity, which is people acting out, acting ugly, yeah. yelling at people especially people in these kind of retail environments, losing their cool, mm-hmm. snapping. And then you've got yeah. the stuff that we see, which is kind of restores my faith in humanity, which is uh, a, a CPA family member of mine mentioned. <laughs> somebody brought her a roll of toilet paper the other day to work just as a gift. Uh, That's, you know, like um, yeah. you've got your your people going out trying to make pe- other people laugh, you know. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. just, just be a decent neighbor, right? So we're starting right. to see the the like literally the separation of those two mindsets, right? And it's the people yeah. that are just losing their freaking minds that I'm worried about. I just yeah. Well, you you know how I feel about that, yeah. you know, and and you know those folks need to be careful and pay attention to what <laughs> what's going on around them instead of getting hysterical about things because we're all in the same could we position. could we market some sort of social distancing taser? product to where you know if somebody gets in in my space or it's a little bit too sketchy i just you know yeah yeah you know yeah we yeah yeah we could we could all right anybody out there our electronic fans if you want to help us uh, develop the social distancing collar um <laughs> there you go we can uh you know there we go we'll we'll, we'll we'll do that but i would like to bring up a point and i spoke to keith about this before we came on air here um Okay, so I'm all over Facebook. I mean, we kind of have to be. Jay is our like most people social are. media. I uh, yeah, and and honestly, wizard. before we started pod podcast, no, I'm not a wizard, but 
I try. I'm pretty good for an old guy, but um, uh, I stay on it just to 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 listen to our fans and also promote us. But I also have you know personal interests out there as well. And I had a had a really dear friend of mine that made a comment about um, her husband um, coming home and bringing the virus home to their two small children. And that's a genuine concern for anyone you would want to be. And whether it's your children, your, your mother, or your grandmother, or you may have grandparents living in your house. So it, it, it's a scare. It's, it's a worry. Um, but she, he works in the automotive industry. He works at a local yeah uh, it, actually it's where i bought my last distribution FJ. right it's an automotive distribution group they not only have several dealerships but they're automotive parts distribution center as well and they service a lot of the uh service centers in the area uh a lot of the um uh, local shops a lot of the local dealers uh used car lots they're, they're servicing all of these people they're also servicing your fire departments, your police force, all of these first responders and stuff. So she had posted that why would they keep him there? It's just auto parts. It's, you know, he could be bringing this home. And I quickly chimed in and said that he has a very important job. Yeah. He is an essential he is essential to that supply chain, which is what we were talking about initially. So now it could it get very to not, the point it, where yeah. they meaning he and his organization mm-hmm. start to uh, establish criteria that says if you are not in this like ne- necessary what did what did homeland security uh essential defined it as essential, essential. Yeah. defined Don't it as come essential in. right right don't come in absolutely yeah and i can give you i can give you examples of that right now which is occurring right now in the auto industry automotive industry the engine parts business now, some of you have overheard me or heard me talk about what I do in this industry, and I'm, I've been a product developer, um, and um, so I still have roots deeply rooted into the industry there. I also catalog and those sorts of things. And I work with specific suppliers in this industry, and um, I recently lost a consulting job uh, because of this. Um, I had to cancel my trips. Um, because of this, I've, I've lost revenue because of it as well. But I did that because I foresaw what was coming down the pike before they mandated shelter in place. Keith, you, you witnessed it. I talked to you. I said, you know, I think I'm going to cancel my flight. I'm doing this on my own because I don't think it's the right thing to do. Well, my main source of income. I just found out this past Friday that they have closed down their business completely down to key personnel. This is a only. this is a automotive uh, manufacturer in that supply chain that w- that is that correct. Will, Engine yeah, components. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So the, Engine components. So the, to 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 sort of bring this around full circle when we started this 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 episode, this podcast, mm-hmm. we said it's already being affected. If your car needs work, mm-hmm. you're, it's going to need work. Yeah. That wasn't us guessing. Like we're no, we know it's half. Like we're seeing we're, it. We're happen. experiencing yeah. it firsthand. I, I have actually been asked to kind of um, back up my hours just a little bit uh, for the sake of the uncertainty, right? Of 
financial situations that, that certain companies may have. They may have to direct their operating um, uh, funds to other things, like because they don't have the personnel to help load the stuff. So maybe they're paying these guys that are there in their warehouse additional um, hazard pay for, for being yeah. there. I mean, these are things that everybody has to consider because the norm we are is, all is at gone. war. It's, it's, it's not. It's gone. Uh, we are not. I mean, we are not like like this whole concept that tomorrow I'll go back to work and it'll go back to normal. Just mm. that's not going to happen anytime soon. It could, and I hope we all hope it does. Normal comes back, but if you think next week you're going to go back to work as usual, no, it's not. I'm no. sorry. The, the economy is lopsided right now. Um, the mm-hmm. supply chain's lopsided right now. The medical industry's lopsided right now. Those things don't course correct. It has been a, a devastating blow. It is going to take some time to course correct. That's right. And there's going to be a lot of things, procedures, that you as an individual are going to have to go through on your own you, you, you're not going to be able to just sit back and just let it happen and wait for it to happen for you. So, now... Is that... Well... I mean, this is a key point, yeah, right? I was going to say, you're not... So, in a, in a sense, you're more alone or on your own, as as you just said, Jay. That's what I'm trying to allude to. But, trying, trying to put the, but you're not. To put the big pants on. Look, man, we got, we got the magic of the internet. We got the magic of social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. Uh, it, there are plenty of good people out there willing to help. So, and we haven't talked about this. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this at you. Uh, yeah, I do this all the time to you. You gotta hate this, man. I can't. I, um, no, I don't hate it, man. I, this is why we do what we do. Right? Here's something we can do. Um, okay. Is and we this isn't we've encouraged this before, but if you're watching this on YouTube, leave a comment. We have a an entire. Mm-hmm page on our website dedicated to this very thing that I'm about to offer, which is if you want to, if you want to ask us a question Mm -hmm. and I would prefer automotive questions, right? Maybe technology Mm -hmm. questions. Like if if you send us an email on the ask us a question page and you want to know like how to change the batteries in your electric toothbrush, I'm not sure we can help you. Okay. Maybe if I can find the manual. We'll talk to you about it. We we might. I mean, we, maybe we can work through it together. You never know. We're pretty resourceful, Keith. Yeah, you know that. but we talked in the uh, beginning of the show about learn to change your own oil. You know, mm-hmm. this is a good time for you. Yeah. If you're up a, up a creek, so to speak, and you need some help, leave us a comment. Go to our website, yeah, le- partscounterguru.com. Mm-hmm. There's a tab up somewhere on the middle section-ish, right? Somewhere up there, Jay. It says, ask us a question. Yep, yep. That ask us a that question. goes to yeah. us. You you know you mm-hmm. post it on a little form and we get the message and mm-hmm. you know we'll a, and, a, an underpaid college student will reply. No, I'm kidding. Uh, it we'll, we'll take a look at uh, it and we'll we'll take a look at it and if we have if we have the answer for it, um, we will we'll give you what we know. Yeah. So um, if you need if you we, need help, we have need, there there you go. Yeah. yeah right. I mean, and, and we and, and if and if we can't help you, we can certainly point you in the right direction. To someone that can. I mean, I'll, I'll put that disclaimer out. That's what I've always told my customers. I don't know everything. Nobody does. But this is what I do it know. Would be, I do know that we might get Jade ooh. to make a video to show you how to put those latex gloves on properly and take them off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could do that. I mean, you you know, since yeah. you kind of made such a big deal about that in the beginning, it you know, now it just, it's just a follow-up video, right? Well, you know, <laughs> as... as um, 
And some people might find that very um, uh, low on the on the on the need to know stuff but i will tell you right now it's actually high. It's, an, it's an art form um, there is I'm, an art I'm, form to getting those it things is an art off form. without getting and you and i learned this probably because of engine oil right like how to get that sucker well, off without getting oil on your hands right oh for certain for certain um that that played into it but i was you know i'm prior military as well so i had to go through chemical warfare training and um, if you want to really, I think in this particular case, if, if, if I'm a doctor or if I'm a medical uh, uh, professional, um, you know, they, they've gone through everything I went through as a person in the military where you have to treat a, a contagion like this just like it is a, a nuclear fallout or something, man. I mean, because this is, this is no joke, man. Um, this is an issue. Um, so, yeah. We can we can do a little video Ask on, us. on that if you want to. I mean, so you know, we get five bored. Seconds, yeah, right. Five seconds with Jay. Hey, you know? So what else you got in your crawl? Yeah. What else? Uh, what else you want to? What else do you want to cover under the umbrella of this this podcast? Well, I would like to say that um, you know I, I've read several articles about what companies are are contributing to to this, and and we need to bring this up. The, automo- the automotive industry has, this is almost history repeating itself, but we did this way back in, in the world wars. Um, I forget what they, what do you call it? The something war act or, or DPA or what, where the president can actually um, ask the auto manufacturers to convert their facilities into producing supplies for. He um, made an announcement on Twitter yeah. Over the weekend at the big three, told him to have at mm-hmm. it. I believe that paperwork was signed around the yeah. same time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interestingly enough, um, and I don't know, you and I haven't talked about this, uh, although we talk about mm-hmm. Tesla a lot. Um, yeah. You know, Alameda County in California in the Bay Area is one of the only U.S.-based Tesla production facilities and they mm-hmm. shut down their entire uh, all business operations for everyone as an order in that county. Do you know about this? And um, Musk yes. kept telling his people to yep. go to work, and then the Alameda County Sheriff got involved and said, "No, not so fast." And then Musk comes out and tweets that we should have mm, thousands of respirator masks ready and available in a week's time or something like that. So it certainly yeah. appears like he was having them come to work because he was already flipping manufacturing over towards medical supplies at least that's the appearance i got from reading through what i read through right right that's that, that's what i heard as well i uh some of the news reports and stuff too but um and of course you know this is again this happened in world war one I, I think yep. in world war two yep supplies you know where, where these plants were um our connection by the way you, you might see some glitchiness here guys we're, we're it's again this is part of where we're at with internet connectivity everybody's out there doing the same thing but the other thing is like for example harbor freight uh, i'd like to give them a plug um harbor freight is donating their entire supply of masks and gloves to the hospitals nationwide good and and this is this yeah. is remember what i said it's time to be a good neighbor, 
folks. Yeah. I mean, if we all have it in us to be good and to be helpful and to contribute to what's going on. If there has never been a time that we need to rally around each other and our leadership, it is now. No matter how you feel, how separated you are from the leadership, now is not the time to argue points. Now is the time to say, hey, what can I do to help us all get through this? That's my that's my PSA, man, and I'm going to get off my soapbox on that. So, so um, just saying. How about a little? Uh, how about a little parts counter guru uh, announced? I was going to do some sort of PSA joke, but our you want to give out some of our social? Sure. And, and I have. Yeah. I'll, I have as usual. I'm going to let you start, and you're going to take off, and then I'm going to interrupt you. You know, a couple times. Just you know. Uh, you always yeah. do. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Hey, right, everybody. No way. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm ready. So first, first and foremost, man, we'd love for you to go by our website. Um, and the reason why that is, is that's really the hub of getting to everything that we do. Um, and plus there's some, some nice spots on there where you can read some articles that we've, we've put out there. And Keith, by the way, your article about the national parks, I'd like to plug that oh, right thanks, now and man. tell you, man, that's, that's a really, really good one. I, I highly recommend anybody read that very well done. Um, so you go to www.partscountaguru.com and there you can get to, uh, our podcast links. Um, you can get to mentioned on the podcast. Uh, you can get to the ask us a question link. Um, you can up in the right hand corner of the page, you'll find our YouTube channel link. Um, you'll also find our Amazon, uh, badge up there where you can go and, uh, click on the Amazon icon and go and shop away. Uh, if you put that in your basket, um, we get a little love from, from, from Amazon on that. We don't know what you're seeing or, or buying. We don't see what you're buying, but, um, we, uh, do highly encourage you to use you that sick feature. Freaks. Now, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, so, it helps uh, us. It doesn't cost you uh, anymore. It's, uh, yeah, if it helps you're going to get, look, anything. you're going to, everybody's buying stuff on Amazon right now. Do mm. your part. Like, just go to our website. Like Jay said, partscounterguru.com. Click on the Amazon banner in the top right and then yeah. shop. It doesn't change right. anything about your Amazon experience except that we get the affiliate credit for whatever you buy for the next 24 hours. So, that's, that's it. It's very, it helps us yeah. out a lot in these times. It, you know, it's, it's, it's helpful. So, but uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. Um, that's uh, facebook.com forward slash parts counter gurus. Uh, like the page, please tell a friend, share it, whatever. Uh, we post quite a bit. Um, you'll, you'll see some of that going on. You can follow us on Instagram. It's uh, instagram.com forward slash the parts counter gurus. We don't post as much there, but we do try to, you know, coincide with some of the stuff that we put on Facebook. And we have recently. Oh, I was waiting. And I, I, I was going to interrupt you, man. You're just not even giving me the chance to like. Like you just segued right into it. You, I couldn't even abruptly. Yeah, we, like, we are now officially okay. on Twitter. At the counter. <laughs> we are now show. officially at the counter at, show. All one word, no spaces. Right. Uh, that is, we are on Twitter as parts counter gurus, but our Twitter uh, tag handle, as they call it on Twitter, is. Did you know that, Jay? Did you know it was called a handle on Twitter? I do. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I had a handle way back when on my yeah, right, CB right. radio. Come on back. Get at it done. The counter show. Yeah. Um, yeah, so so follow us on Twitter. There you go. Just just got that one rolling. Awesome. Uh now That's great. since you mentioned Amazon, 
got my coloring book back because everybody's got Ooh. a little extra time at home. This is actually that's right an adult coloring book, okay? And I'm sorry to say that I witnessed some some very similar things to what what's in this coloring book uh, over the past week and a half. You can get this on Amazon. <laughs> we'll put a link to it on our website. Uh, there's a tab up at the top. It's mentioned on the podcast. So go to partscounterguru.com. Click on the mentioned on the podcast link. So today we have for you the, let me see if I can get it in front of the camera, the People of Walmart adult coloring book. Now, Jay, you you saw That's this. Awesome. We did this once before. I did. Okay. I did, man. Um, yeah. Now some of these are this a little is crazy. sketchy. Like I don't, I don't necessarily want to hold them up in front of the camera. Uh, right. But, right. Uh, like there's one in here of pe- some people fighting. This is looks to be a full grown woman. Um, just just reclining there. She's got the, the 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 back end of the cart knocked out so she can hang her legs through it. Uh, <laughs> this is this is the thing. You I, can buy I, this on Amazon. We'll right. send you the link. Uh, that is a naked man. We are not putting that one up there. Okay, here we go. This is, uh, I don't even know what this is other than it's some woman with three cats in a baby stroller, I guess, pushing pushing this through the store. Who who, who knows, man? All right. That's, that's a, you know what we ought to do with this? Which Here's what would be great, folks. If you go and you buy that and you color. Yeah, send it to us. Is why that where don't you're you, going with this? Why don't you send it to yeah, send it to us on our uh, on our website yep. um, or social media, whatever. Just send it or social media, whatever. Just post what it we, to what our. What do you want our, them to? Our, what do you want them to tag it? Tag it. Uh, hashtag. Uh, um, well, here you think about that. I got one more. I got one more. Okay. This okay. is uh, now. If you can't read the writing on this box, the the box says Wookie food on it, and if you're if you're not watching this on YouTube, if you're listening to the podcast. Uh, I, what's the polite way to describe the the individual that's holding that box of Wookie food? Could pass Dude, for a Wookie. I don't know that I. Uh, yeah, could. Okay. Yeah, okay. Could could for sure. <laughs> I, I I think I've seen that lady in there. So what what you want to tag uh, tag us uh, Walmart coloring book? I guess maybe hashtag hashtag PCG Walmart book or coloring book. Okay, just. Yeah, just hashtag Walmart coloring. Just book. make That's sure fine. you yeah. tag us, and we'll just tag us. Tag we'll, us, we'll, Parts Guru. We'll, yeah, and, we'll and just, just it send it on it. It'd be, be funny. Now, now I'm waiting. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Uh, so. oh, oh, at the yeah, rolling back dignity. Right there, you go. Yeah, ha- there's your yeah. hashtag right there. Hashtag rolling back. Hashtag dignity. rolling back dignity. There you go. There you go. There it is, folks. Rolling back dignity. All right. Well, I'm glad work, we so. we solved that. Yeah, once again, solving the world's problems. Solving the world's problems, man. Solving the world's problems. So what else we got? Do we want to just wrap her up and uh, I think so. uh, say thanks to everybody? Yes. Yeah. Again, um, did you already talk about the... I know we did it earlier, but if you have not subscribed, uh, please do so. That's a big help to us. Yeah. Um, yep. You can find... Did you talk about where to find us on the podcast? Uh, if, if you're watching this and you want to subscribe to the podcast, yeah. uh, should I do that? Spot it. Yeah, go, go to our website, yeah, partscounterguru.com. There is a podcast links mm-hmm. tab. Yeah. And if you click on that, yep. it's got everything. It's got if you're if you've got an Apple device, Spotify, it'll show you Apple, yeah. Android, Spotify, stuff I can't even remember. We got you covered. It's all listed right there. We got there. you covered. Yeah. 
Yep. And also, too, uh, on our website, if you don't go there, you can click on the most recent episode that's usually yep. up on our page and click on it. You can listen to it from there as well. Yeah. So just uh, like, subscribe, I've, I've all that, that stuff. Uh, as, as my wife said to her friends, like, you don't even have to listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> just hit the subscribe but, but, button. Yeah. But before, but yeah, before we get out of here, man, uh, we'll be talking about this more, I'm sure, in the coming weeks. This is not yep. going away quickly. So, yes. Uh, we, we would just like to invite anyone um, to ask us a question. Uh, we'll try our best to help you out. And, and again, if it's something that you're not getting answers on, I, 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 you know, whether it's automotive related or not, I mean, if, if, if Keith and I can be of assistance, we'll, we'll try. I mean, I, I don't know. We, we certainly want to help um, our communities just as much as the next person does so um we're here for you uh we'll continue to bring you um entertainment and what information that we have i would like to give a uh, personal thanks to all the um, first responders and and um, people working in the health care industry right now this is a very trying and difficult time for all of you and i i wish you all the best so yeah there you go thanks jay yeah yeah, you're welcome, man. Um, okay, everybody. Thanks again for watching and listening. Until we talk again, um, that is my podcast partner Jay over there. I'm Keith. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, oh, don't t- don't touch your face. Don't touch your don't face. Touch your don't touch your face. T- I've got one. I'm gonna borrow this from. I heard Adam Carolla say this last week. It's a, it's okay. a good one. Yeah, let's um, do it. This is actually yeah. a prison term, but it applies, I think, very much so to what we're going through right now. You can do the time or the time can do you, it is your choice. Choose to do something constructive with your time and don't let the time do you. Ooh. How about that? Very good. Thanks again, Very everybody. Good, we'll yeah. talk to you soon. Take care. Don't freak out, man.